I'm Jamie from Rum Honey. You're listening to Rock at Night. with Rock at Night, and I'm here in London speaking with Rum Honey. I'd like each one of you to say your name and what instrument you you play. To play. Yeah. Um, my name is Jamie Blake, and I play guitar. Hi, I'm Niall, and I play the drums. My name's Sky. I'm I'm the singer. He plays voice. I play voice. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been following you for some time, and uh, because I'm a real fan of blues rock. Awesome. I was wondering, do you emulate British blues rock or American? That's a very good question. Um, um, uh, probably a bit of both, I'd say, yeah. Cause we you see, British blues rock is the Stones. And I, d- I can't find a better band than the Stones. So, and they're American. And they okay, Led Zeppelin, you'll go. <laughs> you know, and, and we've got three and bad company and uh, you know there's a lot to be said about British blues so rock saying British. I'm, I'm, saying, saying I'm saying that the blues is something that's ostensibly American but um, but the Brits the Brits have really they did something with it we had the blues just as much as the Americans you know Keith always said we got our blues from Hitler and it's you know yeah, it's a great line it's a great line but it's true it's true they did and it's a, it's a pretty, it's, it's, you know, blues rock is blues rock. But yeah, I mean, apart from southern rock, which is entirely American, you know, we, we still got the Stones. The first time I heard your music, I listened to you on YouTube and I actually played some of your music for my husband. And he said, "That's Bad Company. They sound like Bad Company." He said, "You need to interview them." I'm serious, and that's why I've been trying to nail you guys for some time, and here I am in London now. Well, I do that. <laughs> I nailed you in London. Yeah. And, and we're a bad company. <laughs> yeah. But that's as good as compliments get. That's a fabulous compliment. Thank you very much for that. Now, the one song that I like a lot, we were just saying, Fix Your uh, Repeated Ways. Yeah. yeah. It sounds very traditional, kind of old blues. Uh, do you use like a resonator guitar or no. a slide? No, slide? no slides or no contraptions on that one. Um, uh, yeah, it was just a, it was just an open tuning and lots of. It was your standard Jamie standard acoustic. He played a bit of slide and a bit of acoustic. Um, it was a good song because we, we 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 wrote it when we were, we were on tour in Spain. And we wrote it because we'd had a bust up with our drummer who disappeared. So we kind of had this thing, we need a song without a drummer. You know? When you say your drummer disappeared, okay, what do you mean previous by that? Drummer, no. Yeah, but when you say disappeared, what is that? Like, like literally, like he wasn't there. Okay. Like, like he should have been there and he wasn't there. So, um. It's unnerving, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you, you adapt and, and a climb. But, but yeah, that was definitely, um, 
it was a riff that Jamie had for years and years and used to used to play it in sound checks and would sit in his bedroom playing it over and over again and then uh, one day we sat down we actually wrote the song and yeah like you say thank you it, it, it turned out nice but it does definitely it has that wonderful sort of blues edge it has that beautiful it's a great riff basically and it's a lovely sound and it's very simple it's very very simple but a lot of the great songs are what's it about what's the song about it's it's about it's it's a it's a, it's a sort of double negative fix your mended ways it's it's about somebody who's kind of cleaned up their act but in retrospect they were a lot more fun when they were naughty you know so it's like fix your mended ways it's it's that kind of that kind of feeling so it's, it's that kind of yeah so most of your songs do you write from your personal experiences everything's different everything's different sometimes it could be your personal experiences that we write about it all depends now you've been writing you've been together uh for a number of years right we have, since yes we have this is our 16th year now <laughs> No, Sweet sixteen. I should point out the singer just laughed at that particular. <laughs> but but um, yeah, sixteen years. Now the name Rum Honey. You want to tell me the story about how you arrived at that name? To be honest with you, I have absolutely no idea. Anyone else care to answer that? I have no idea. Well, no. The fact that it's it's perfect and it's the most descriptive name I think for just about any band. Yeah, we were playing with a really silly name. We were called the Java Sea, which is a ridiculously stupid name. No, no one understood it. Nobody spelt it right. No one, no one ever got it. And uh, and one day, Jay, Jay, it was Jamie. Jamie just said, "Oh, we call rum honey. What about rum honey?" And we all just went, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Why not? Yeah, that's perfect." So the thing is, back in the day, in the old day, like, when Rally, Walter Rally used to come home bringing perfumes and things like that. One of the things he brought back... When we were young. When we were young. We were mere younglings. Um, one of the things that, that he brought back was rum, of course, from the Caribbean. And, and they, used to, they used to rub it, and they used to mix rum with honey and rub it on the kiddies when they had, their teeth were bad. And that was how it started. And it's a, so it's a, it's a remedy. Basically, it's a remedy that makes you feel good. Uh, remedy like like black crows remedy i've got a remedy in fact uh, i notice a lot of your descriptions and reverb nation or various places say that you're like the black crows you must listen to their music a lot or it's just coincidental it's pretty much coincidental we love the black crows of course but there's so much other stuff i mean it's endless especially down south from where you're from do you know a band called American Minor? Been checking out them recently. No, they're kind of a southern, same kind of bag, you know. And you got southern bands, you can't walk down the street for tripping over a southern rock band down there, can you? Where I live in Florida. Smoke's another one too. They're just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, where I live in Florida, that's where, of course, Leonard Skinnerd came from, mm-hmm. and uh, just a lot of your Tom Petty came from Gainesville. Gainesville I live. That's right. Close, I live close to Gainesville. Yeah. So have you had trouble with alligators around there? We do see alligators, really? do they yeah. Eat dogs and all that kind of they shit? do, they eat poodles. Do they? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Tom yeah. Petty wrote a song called Gator on the Lawn, Gator on the Lawn and it's because it ate his neighbor's dog. Allegedly. <laughs> 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 
You know, what happens in Florida, old ladies feed the alligators marshmallows, and then be, they become tame. They'll go out there and throw marshmallow treats, and then they become tame. <laughs> yeah, it works for me. I love marshmallows. I will come home with you if you throw marshmallows at me. before a marshmallow. The guy is... That's why the last drummer disappeared. They just put a trail of marshmallows next to a cliff or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's all true. Now, um, what's in store for 2016? We're in 2016 now. Are there any albums on the horizon or tours? What's, oh man, does someone die? Oh no, <laughs> here we go. Okay, I'll see you later, guys. I have to go. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, sorry, say that again. Oh, in 2016, 2016. What's, what's on the horizon? Yeah, we're going to record. Definitely going to record. Lots of plans afoot for that. Our manager James, who's being very quiet over there, and overseeing everything, got a few things in the in the. Looking pipeline. for marshmallows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll get high on marshmallows and record. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Recording 2016, we record. We got a batch of songs that need to be done, so we will be uh, we'll be recording and putting out a whole load of material, hopefully by the summer. Any tours or excursions or Plenty of that. yeah yeah Italy we've got we've got good friends over in Italy so we do like a, a lot of Rome and Milan and we do Turin what's the place with the with the boats Italy Venice Venice yeah yeah Venice <laughs> the canals the canals yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah black, I t- very black boats are they have you ever done have you ever been there yeah, yeah the gondolas are black have you done it I think not. No, no. I went there for the art. <laughs> no, I don't know. I went, uh, I went there because I had a relationship on the rocks and it needed a kickstart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh, Venice. I'll take it to Paris. Oh, no, oh, Venice. I see a song coming on here. <laughs> on the rocks. <laughs> yeah, on the rocks. We played on the ropes tonight, so that's the same thing. I don't know why we didn't do that. Thank you for co-writing our song. Yes, I, I'm the inspiration. <laughs> That's an easy 15% there. <laughs> now, tonight you did an acoustic set. Typically you do an electric set, but I guess yeah. your your uh, guitarist had a little accident with a, a butter knife or something. Well, he didn't want to play tonight, so he went to silly lengths to... He fix that to, he went to Aaron and got really drunk on Scottish whiskey and cut his own finger off basically and they, they sewed it back on it so like Van Gogh pretty much yeah but Aaron's an island not a dude yeah Just but more like Van Gogh yeah he was basically there was a really bad uh, storm or no it was a storm Frank came along and they couldn't get out of the house it was storm just floods road. all around him, yeah. That was the name of the storm. Was it really? They name storms they name here. Storms. You get proper hurricanes, you name them. We have to name storms because yeah, we're all... they call us Frank, and they call theirs... <laughs> yeah. you know, well, Katrina, Katrina, Katrina ain't is a tough name. Women. Women, yeah. So so he, he got basically la- he got locked in his house because the flood was all around it and cut off his own finger because he got too drunk and, yeah, can't play for... For a while, for so a while, yeah. yeah. So we're enjoying the liberty, loving it, loving it, yeah. 
Now, wait, what is he going to say when he hears this? <laughs> he won't hear it. He's smaller than us. He knows it's the fine. game. He yeah. knows it. He knows what he signed up for. <laughs> if you're not here, you can't defend yourself. So, come on. You get talked about. If you're not here, you get talked about behind your back. The erectile dysfunction won't come up. We're not going to. We're not going to mention that. It definitely won't come up. No, we're, we're not going to mention that because because he's over that now and it's fine now. <laughs> Understand? Do you have proof of that? Yeah, he's an understanding girlfriend. She's really sound. She's very nice. So, so it's fine. It's fine. He's a real stand-up guy now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's all right. Like, if, but if you're small as well, you know, it's like. Oh, that's like a double one. Where are you going? <laughs> we started off from blues to erectile dysfunction. Only with run home. Where only the name with of the new album. <laughs> from, from, from blues to erectile dysfunction. That's that's great. I love the that. erectile dysfunction tour. <laughs> You've moved up to twenty percent. <laughs> I can be your muse. Now. Story. Let's let's talk about some kind of off the wall things. What do you what do you like to do in your off time when you're not playing music? I'll let, no, I'll take that one. Yeah, I hang around with neuroscientists. Uh, basically, yeah, yeah. They do. They, they, um, uh, one neuroscientist I was hanging out with recently. She <laughs> dissects mice's brains to see what happens when you inject cocaine into them. So. It's, so she's a she's a toxicologist. Set off the wall. I'm going. I'm this. this is, I'm being truthful. That's what happens. That's what I. That's what I do when I'm not rocking and rolling. It's true. I find it interesting. You know the effects of the effects of drugs. What do you do when uh, you're not playing music? Are you playing with neuroscientists? Yeah, I I I I play to the mice. I I keep I keep them happy. You know, they're about to be dissected and shit, so they need a bit of rock and roll. What the fuck? What's happened, man? That's true. Jamie, can you top this? Oh God, where do I? I work with children. children. In the nicest possible way, of course. Not. Yeah. (laughs) Not in the. Okay. Okay. We won't go there. I wasn't kidding. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) Okay. Now, Jamie, do you have any habits that are annoying that you'd like to break? Um. Are you asking the wrong, the wrong? I snore a bit, sometimes. He drinks my beer during interviews. That's annoying. You should stop that. That's that. never cool. Do you have any annoying habits that you would like to work on? It's New Year's resolution time. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm perfect. Do you guys attest to that? It's <laughs> great technique. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. I suppose so. Perfect a hole, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we we pretty much, you know, we we work out and stuff like that. So you know, we're, uh, we we've got it all down. You know, it's just trying to be better people all the time. That's what we do. You know, we we work and then we do music, and then then you sleep, and then the next day you work and do music and sleep, and it's pretty simple. There's a, we're not like there's no one does jujitsu or karate. I, um, we hang out with people who do interesting things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like to read. <laughs> you, like, you like to read? Yeah. <laughs> Most TV guides don't read themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Kerouac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
heavy duty stuff. <laughs> now, do you write music all together? Is there some kind of process? Do you keep a little notebook, or how do you guys write music? They're all different. All the songs are different. Um, most of the time, me and Sky tend to write most of the songs, but um, we're pretty open with that. Really, doesn't really matter. Generally, the, the, c- the kernel is Sky and Jamie. They kind of get get the the basics Jamie, of it. Me and Jamie will organise the essence, and then we'll go into a room and bash it out and see what happens. And and sometimes things change and evolve within a band. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes we're we're very strict about what we want and the noise we want to make, and then the guys kind of fall in behind that. But yeah, I mean, me me and Jamie pretty much are the driving force behind writing to remember is the song's always king and we're blessed in a way because all of the guys in our band know that so no one there's no ego or anything like that it's just making sure that everything why, why do you what, what was that what is little that? bit what? little bit little, little bit, bit. <laughs> we have a motioning here saying otherwise <laughs> do I get my drum solo now is it my drum solo now <laughs> we talked about this <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's generally them, uh, Sky and Jamie get it together and we all kind of mess feel it, it up, mess it up, <laughs> stick our oar in. And and yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do you hit, do you slap the crash cymbal really loud to drown them out? I do, I do. I, I, what I do is I like pretend to be all jazzy and intelligent and they like just laugh at me. It never works to go back to basic. Can you, can you do less and then can you do even less? And then by the time they said it the third time, they're like, that's what we want. Yeah. So, How did uh, you know? I know, yeah. <laughs> I know now. What you want is less. Less is more. We say that to everyone. It's not just you. Everyone has to do less. And eventually people get it. And it's, it, sounds, it sounds pretty cool. Eventually they disappear like the last drummer. Right? <laughs> now, did you guys grow up listening to blues rock? Or did you listen to heavy metal? Or how did you settle on blues rock as far as the genre? I think we all have very eclectic uh, beginning, like uh, you'd hear all sorts, I grew up in the arse end of Ireland, you know, and you'd hear all sorts of crazy stuff, um, all depends who you hang out with, but yeah, I mean, I just, in the 80s I was catching up with the 50s, 60s and 70s, and I think that's the way most people do it, you know, you catch up with all the good music, and I missed out on Guns N' Roses, you know, and <laughs> while listening to The Doors, The Beatles, and Buddy Holly, and you know, just catching up basically. That's that's for me anyway. I think I think we are we're a proper melting pot. There's yeah. there's, a, there's a whole load of different things that come into the band. Our bass player is from the south of Italy, so he brings with him a, a raft of music that nobody knows. Guitar player is from Scotland, and he has all sorts of ridiculous ideas. You know, Jamie and me are, are both Londoners, but uh, you know. We, there's, there's a whole load of different noise that comes into it and and makes rum honey, so that's that's important. That's important. It's like it's like people like the band who are like a classic kind of melting pot, hundreds of different, all the different five different people with different ideas and different goals, and that way you you never know what's going to happen. That's why it's great to be a songwriter because you'll come in with a song in in and you've got something in your head, but actually you know the end result is normally quite different to that and that's the excitement that that's the fun that that that's what's nice you know you don't want to play with a whole load of people who like i don't know mumford and sons because then you're going to sound shit 
or whatever, you know, whatever. if you're all coming from the same place and you're all trying to make the same thing, you're just, I don't know, it's going to sound stagnant and, and unemotional, but we don't want to be one-dimensional. So you all are, have different cultural backgrounds, yeah, you're from sure different you areas, that's, that's interesting, but yet you all have an affinity for the blues. Very true. Yeah. That's, that's unique. That's very unique. Uh, my favorite British blues band, British rock blues band, is Humble Pie. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. I grew up with Humble Pie. My parents used to play their albums. In the hole. Steve Marriott is my favorite all-time singer. Very asthmatic. Very asthmatic, but a great singer. Oh, man, he was always fucking... You sure that was an inhaler? That wasn't an inhaler. <laughs> Are you thinking of Blue Velvet, the movie, maybe? Or? God bless him. I'd have to say Little Feet and Robert Palmer. That that album, the Sneak and Sally Feet Alleys, were massive. That's like, your top numbers. Yeah, that's, that's Desert Island. Forget yeah, everything. Forget Bring everything. that. Yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. I mean, I think it's fair enough to say that most of us love the American blues. But, you know, Noel, bless him, who's not here, would just, everything is Led Zeppelin. He, he's like, lives and breathes. That's his start, end of day, you know. But I think most of us, most of us come from that American, you know, that, that, for me, it's Leonard Skinner and Tom Petty. That, that, for me, that's everything. And that's why Blackberry Smoke is such a big thing now, because that's exactly who they are. They're like Tom Petty meets Skinner. You know, with a bit of Black Crows thrown in, or Cry of Love, or any... Almond Brothers. Yeah. See, that's... that's Yeah. Yeah. God damn, Almond Brothers. Yeah, love the Almond Brothers. Midnight, Midnight Rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I sang that the other week, actually, at a gig, yeah. I think it's because the blues is accessible to beginner musicians and the audience as well. So you just begin, and the blues is just... It's just easy to get a hold of straight away as when you're starting yeah. off. But probably where we suffer a little bit is that the blues for our generation doesn't really have a cause that it used to... that it maybe would have had stateside, you know? So do you need to suffer a little, you think? I think so. I think got iPads and stuff like that. You yeah, know? exactly. I mean, how, how can that be authentic? <laughs> I, I stubbed my toe last night. <laughs> On my iPad. <laughs> On my iPad. With my leather slippers. Yeah. So, you know, because I mean, the blues was born out of gospel and... And gospel was born out of slaving when they were rowing. So um, where we English arrived at the blues is actually uh, quite beyond me. I don't know how that Well, happened. if it wasn't for the Stones yeah. and a lot of the British exactly. blues bands, I mean, uh, Small Faces, Steve Marriott, people like that, yeah, they're the ones that brought out Robert Johnson or yes. brought out, but you know, were inspired. Fact, it doesn't take away the fact that Robert Johnson ain't from High Wycombe. You know, you, yeah. you know where he's from. You know, so um, it's we're always borrowing it. We're just borrowing the damn thing. You know, so it, 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 we English actually sometimes we struggle with that because you have to kind of justify why all the time, and it it, it it can't be just something that you're born into. That that's part of your heritage. It's something that you adopt. So it's a bit. Something like Smokestack Lightning. I mean, no matter where you're from, if you hear Smokestack Lightning, you just it's just kicks ass. It's and no matter you know, you could be from I don't know Azerbaijan. Contradicting everything I've just said, aren't you? Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. saying American blues is the thing. I mean, I mean, I, I I hate to name and shame people, but you know, we gave the world Eric Clapton, and that that's 
yeah, but it's bullshit compared to Howling Wolf. It's bullshit compared to Robert Johnson, and it's bullshit compared to Muddy Waters. That that kind of gentle, lovely white man blues, I find extremely boring. And it's, I, it's too slick. Yeah, it's it's it is. So that's why it's, we do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's cheap on emotion. That's a great line. You cheapsters. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. a great line. Yeah. It's, it's very cheap on emotion. It doesn't have it doesn't have that kind of soul. Yeah, absolutely. That's a perfect word. It doesn't have that balls out energy, that soul, that pain, that etc. etc. That that that's what you get from Billy Holiday and people like that. You get that soul and the pain. Why do I feel like I'm watching The Commitments, the movie? Because isn't that what it was it about? Basically, you know, the, the black the, Irish. The black Dublin is the black of Ireland. That's why we got an Irish guy in our band. Yeah. Just, just, one, one just, just, just to, to feel that so one, one direction, direction do it. It's a, it's it. a gimmick they thing to get. But yeah. that's why they're so good. <laughs> Yeah, it's a marketing thing. I'm sure I'm just a marketing. They're going to get the marshmallows out and it's game over for me. As soon as they've sold the record. Is there anything that you would want people to know about the band or any message or anything you would want people to know? Trying really hard. Really trying. Yeah. It's been a long time, actually. We did survive a, a car crash on an Alpine road. That was pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, because damn it, man, I nearly lost my life that day, and you were driving. You, were, you just wanted attention, is that? Well, you know, just, just, just. I feel someone should know. I just wanted that Leonard Skinner chapter in our autobiographies. I wanted that 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 angle, you know. Yeah, no, we we fell off a mountain in a car, which was a bit dangerous and silly, but. Yeah, that was great. That was, we we really cut our teeth doing like ski seasons and stuff like that. Me and Jamie especially back years ago, and um, and yeah, we survived by the skin of our teeth. But it was seriously, that's pretty scary. It was it was it was serious. It was like you know, if you can imagine a mountain, how the road kind of meanders down the edge of a mountain, kind of horseshoeing its way down. We fell off one road, kind of cartwheeled down and landed on the next one. That horseshoes down. We 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 got out the car. It was fine. It was fine. But but yeah, it was just one of those classic rock and roll. Yeah, we nearly died. So you did the bonding thing, and you know, like brotherhood. We we were before that, yeah. before that me and Jamie were like, ooh. <laughs> we we never spoke outside of work. <laughs> But, uh, but after that, we, we, we were quite the brethren. <laughs> I've got nothing else. You guys are something else. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of another question. Uh, <laughs> I think that's probably pretty good. What about you? How did you get into the blues? How did I get into yeah. the what? Get to the blues. My parents. Oh, really? Uh, well, I'm from Detroit too. Okay. I'm from Detroit, but also. Um, so you love Janice and. Uh, well, my and my parents Otis. used to play all the albums and stuff, you know, and Smokin' Humble Pie was played all the, the time. Tree. So that's and all the small faces and what about I mean. Government meal. You know, 
I'm into them now, but I wasn't back then. Now, now next week I'm supposed to take pictures of Derek Trucks and Susan Tedeschi. I'm going to a blues festival and um, trombone shorty and all the different. I'm going to a blues fest. Yeah, I mean, it's in Florida. Yeah, I've seen. No, you haven't. I've seen Derek play with Greg Ullman, which was outstanding. It was one of the most outstanding shows. Uh, Two years ago, two years ago. Jesse stole me and took me down there because Jesse loves Derek Trucks. Sorry, it's a friend of ours. Um, but 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 yeah, Susan Tedeschi. I've never 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 seen her, and I've that, that's. I mean, I've got records. It's like it's it's the marriage. It's that beautiful, you know, like Robert Plant and Alison Krauss. They managed to get that beautiful kind of marriage together. But but Trucks and Tedeschi. Oh man, that's they're the power couple. They are. They really are, man. They're the they're the. Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks of our time, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. I dug that one out. No, they live. They live in Florida. I was that close to saying Dave Stewart and Addie Lennox. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I rolled it back. I rolled it I back. You were going to say Ed Sheeran and uh, what's the name? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't diss Derek and Susan. <laughs> I'd always go Harry Styles and Taylor Swift if we're getting into that argument. You're going to get it for the kids. Bring the kids. Bring into the kids thing. into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Get them That's interested. That's it. Come on, rock and roll, kids. <laughs> That would be like a dream, maybe to to like play with them. Let's say Derek Trucks and Susan Tedeschi, oh, or, or our, our dream band. I, I'm speaking for me and Jamie now. It's a, an American band called Big Hat, who basically are the Cheryl Crow backing band. You've got um, oh my God, you got Peter Stroud. You've got who's Cheryl's longtime collaborator. You've got. What's your man called? Uh, Audley Freedly. Audley Freed. You're Fred. Fred on drums. A bass player. The best bass player in the world. No, no. Uh, the bass player from Cry of Love. Ro- Ro- Robert. Robert Cairns. Robert Cairns. Oh my God! And that's that's the best band playing out there now. They're called Big Hat. But at the moment, they're just like Cheryl's backing group. But they're outstanding. Audley, Audley Freed, astonishing. There used to be a band in the 90s from Atlanta called Cry of Love, which was, um, oh, Man Alive. Man Alive, named after a Jimi Hendrix album and as dedicated as you could be to Jimi Hendrix. Just, that, that's... Rum Honey, top tip. <laughs> cry of Love, ladies and gentlemen, Cry of Love. And it's Elvis Presley's birthday. Let's have a shout for Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley's birthday. Wow. Woo. Jeez, how old would he be now? I see. I was born a week after Elvis died, so I can. I know the I know that anniversary. And you know what? You know what's true? It kind of takes a soul about a week to traverse from Memphis to London. Okay. It's it's slow moving. It's slow moving. If we were all Buddhists, we'd agree that I'm pretty much Elvis right now. I think it's pretty obvious, but I don't bang on about it. I'm basically Elvis. No? Well, you know. Elvis at the end. Elvis Costello. <laughs> Burn! Burn! Yeah, probably that's fair enough. It's fair enough. Yeah. Now there, in Florida, every year there's a festival called the Wani Festival. 
Wani. Wani, and it is usually Derek Truck, Susan Tedeschi, Greg Allman, uh, all the, uh, who else? Uh, like Butch, is it Butch Trucks? Uh, like the whole clan, they're always there. And uh, Black Crows, like Chris Robinson was there. Every, um, October, I think it's... I thought he had an out. He was touring last year. They don't speak. I don't think they're the brothers. Don't speak, no, right? They don't yeah, speak they don't. They don't like each other. Really, really, really. I didn't know that. No, they they oasised it. No, there's no more oasis. No more black crows. Yeah, no, but they've done it again. Really, even without Goldie Horn Jr. in the question, they they still don't talk to each other. Yeah, man, they. Man, they really Do you know the Everly brothers used to hate each other? Oh, no, they did. They did, but they, 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 still, they still went for it. They still stuck it out. You know, Keith and Mick ain't the best of friends, but Jesus Christ, brothers is brothers. They say money can't buy you love, but they're proof that it can. You know, yeah. they stuck yeah. together, stuck together. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, John, John and Paul hated each other. I mean, come on! You, you guys love each other, though. You guys all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we we're we're happy enough to sit around a table for half an hour. Or yeah, so. yeah. Genuinely, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're we're good. Even the Italian one, we like we love him too. Even 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 Domenico, who is. Uh, <laughs> is that his name? <laughs> I, I think that I think that's his genuine name. Is that not right, Sunday? He doesn't speak English, so we can just, you know, we just. And that's say. the bass player. Yeah. He's like the Italian. He's outstanding. He's outstanding. There's no words to describe it. I mean, he's the best guy, best one in the band. He's just, he's just rock solid. There's one guy who does his job all the time. All the time. That's every the time. Every yeah. time. <laughs> On time. Yeah. Keeps me in check when I try and be a jazzer. You know, he's like, he's there. Going, no, you don't do that. <laughs> So, yeah, you don't do that, and I all. Yeah, yeah. Don't do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. Good fight. I bet you. Would you guys like to come to the states, or any thoughts of coming have, to the I'm states? I'm married. I'm married to an American. <laughs> oh, you are. Yes. Well, then do you go back and forth? Nope. nope. No. No, it's I, complicated. It's a modern marriage. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very, it's fine and successful. We're doing, we're doing very well. Well, maybe it's good you don't go see the in-laws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, oh my God. Um, yes, America would be heaven sent. But it's um, unfortunately nowadays in the music business, you need to find each the money to go and do that. You're, you're not going to make money going to America. We travel Europe, we play all over Europe because we can just about break even doing that. And that's a cool thing, you know. There's enough money to stay in a hotel, play the gig, pay for the hotel and the plane, <laughs> next gig, etc. But, but the whole going to America thing is without a sponsor or someone that you can piggyback on. I mean, that's the way to do it, is to piggyback on... Yeah, I mean, if John Bon Jovi said, come on, guys, man, uh, I need you to come and... Can't can't do John Bon Jovi. Can't, can't do New Jersey. You know, but you know, for example, that 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 would that would make it totally worthwhile. But uh, the the status quo with us is a is a you know, we don't have a massive extent. You know, we don't have money to burn, so we ain't out there. But we'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to play Nashville. Fucking hell, Grand Old Opry. 
Oh man, book me. I've, I'll, I'll pay my fare. I'll do that. That's fine. I'd do that. So that's you sorted. That's me. So so what? Is that me? Am I booked? Am I booked? Is that a booking? Okay, cool, man. <laughs> I better start sorting out a band. Nah. <laughs>